When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Al, how about that? No Adele, no nothing. I am excited about OBJ. The Lakers had a great win as well. They're, they're, this Today could have been awful. Instead, it is borderline perfect. It yeah, could have been a late double dip, both yep. games, and everything came up L.A. last night. Just absolutely a fantastic night. Yeah. It's so fine. The Lakers looked really good in a win against uh, Utah. Maybe not really. The Lakers got a great win against Utah. We'll put it like mm-hmm. that for the time being, but... This could have been a rough morning, Al. Instead, I'm feeling like I'm I'm walking around like there. I don't got a care in the world. It's a great Just way to start the day. Another day in the office, Trav. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Sometimes. <laughs> what am have... I gonna do? I'm gonna have a great day. That's what Some, I'm gonna do. Sometimes you have days like this where you just kind of wake up a little bit extra. Uh, your squads win. Now that, that was a that was what could have been. It's kind of funny us going into the games yesterday doing our show. Uh, what could have been. Are you kidding me? The Rams are gonna, you know, they're they're not gonna come out of the the wild card game, uh, nah, and, and for the Lakers, complete, for the Lakers, completely different. I, you know, the expectation was, well, how much are they gonna lose by? And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that to be mean. That's just kind of the reality of the situation. And then for us to kind of be both sitting here right now, you know, it's Great funny. Night. Yesterday, we're you know, you're doing the post game on seven ten. I'm doing the post game on eleven ten. We're kind of doing the split broadcast. And uh, and both of us have a kind of a vibe of both squads coming out with a W. That's a, that's a that's a great way to start today. It it's a great way to start the week. It's a great way to go into the rest of the week. There there it's all good, and it started off in a great spot. Like I, I I've got a new I got a new little game that I play now, Al. What that when I when I go to Rams home games in particular. So I parked my car at Hollywood Park Casino where we do the post game show. And I start walking my way into SoFi Stadium. And I'm getting uh, getting a little closer. And you come around the first turn, and all, that's where all the tailgates are. People are fired up. Do you up, stop right? at any point and just take a breather? Just a quick little, <laughs> hey, let me. I, I'm going to sit here on the curb for just <laughs> three, four minutes, not, not nope. anything long, and then you continue your walk. There's this aroma of tacos mm. and burgers mm. and, 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 and hot dogs and everything else that's just coming wafting out and of SoFi Stadium. Parking lot payments. So it's like a, it's like a siren song, right? Mm. It's, like, it's like it's calling me into the stadium. And usually, you know, I, I'll get kind of close to the stadium typically before I have my first interaction. Somebody will say, hey, Trav, you know, what's going on? I did not come around that first corner before somebody said, Travis, Travis. And it was Anthony. Right there in the parking lot where they do the uh, the Rams tailgates, or at least one of the parking lots where they do the Rams tailgates. And he was fired up. The Rams fans were fired up. And you could just tell from the very beginning that this was not going to be like a week ago. That this was a totally different animal. I did not see a Cardinal jersey from the time I got out of my car until I got all the way into SoFi Stadium. And it had started to fill up a little bit before you saw a very few you know, smattering of Kyler Murray jersey, DeAndre Hopkins or whatever. It was all Rams fans last night and you could tell and that new game is how far into the parking lot will I get before somebody says hey what do you think is going to happen today and it happened right away is a very good sign Al. Well it's actually kind of funny you mention it that way because 
it was on what was it on Monday that you were talking about a week ago Monday where you were saying I I had a bad feeling just coming through the the <laughs> yes. parking lot I had a bad I'm looking around you you're talking about how many Niner jerseys you were seeing and just kind of the vibe and let's not forget the Niners have owned the uh, the Rams over the last what is it six games now in a row yep um you know it's funny I, I I'm I'm at uh, crypto.com arena yesterday. Crypto.com arena. We have we have the show some respect, okay? By the way, I'm, I've <laughs> done what? pretty I've done pretty good <laughs> at like just making the switch here to crypto.com. Crypto.com arena. That's how they say it actually at the uh, at the arena as well. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I got the I got the TV to my right, right? So the game is on and we're Michael and I, I think are just we're getting pretty close to starting pregame whatever the case is. Trav, what happened? By the by the time you blinked yesterday, Rams were already up twenty one nothing. And yep. it felt like the game was over and it, and it felt wasn't like, that close. And it and it wasn't that close. You're right. <laughs> right. And, and it's it's one thing to kind of listen, the, the Rams have a matchup coming up this weekend that is um whatever you saw this this last night, just put it all to the side for a quick second. Yep. But damn, that was complete domination in every aspect of the game that you could think of that whether you know you want to point out hey how was the running game pretty solid how was Stafford pretty solid how was special teams exceptional how was the defense unbelievable like I you try to find it's 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 really really difficult to go through a game in the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball where you you are part of our jobs kind of critique how they play couldn't find anything I couldn't find No, anything. it's pretty rare, right? I mean, look, there's always the what went right, what went bad. The what went bad for the Rams last night is almost non-existent. And and look, let's it's only one today. game. That's your I, I was I was going to say thing. you can't you can't take any of it. You can't put it in the bank. You like you yeah. can't put any of those 38 points that you had and put or 30 yeah, and put put 34, I guess it was, 34 points in the bank and and decide, okay, well, you know what? We only needed 12 of these. Can I bank another 22 and we'll use them on another day? It doesn't work quite like that. But there aren't too many days, and I want to hear from Ram fans today about if you were there, what it was like. Because from where I was sitting now, it was so different. And mm. I don't know if I've ever seen a football game. I, I really don't know if I've ever seen a football game that everything kind of went exactly as you were hoping. Sometimes you'll get, oh, the quarterback was pretty good. There's, there was, you know, a guy missed Man, a field goal. Man, if our goal, defense was just a little bit gave, better or, gave you know, there's always touchdown. a hole. Yeah. There was really nothing. There, the, the Rams, Matthew Stafford, who we'll spend a lot of time talking about today, was really good. He wasn't great, didn't need to be. He was just really good and, and played really well. Odell Beckham Jr. was great. Aaron Donald was great. Vaughn Miller was great. Eric mm-hmm. Weddle was – Cam Akers, guys that hadn't really played in either all season or in several seasons, they both stepped up and delivered great performances. Sean McVay's decision-making was spot on. Everything that you could have wanted to have happen happened last night. I can't remember the last time I saw that. And if you're you know, a fan of the Arizona Cardinals or you're watching a team that just – you kind of – completely not just unglued to end the season but just during the game I mean Kyler Murray kind of the conversation around Kyler Murray in a game like this how dangerous is he man you got to watch this guy once he gets out of the pocket the dude looks shook 
he looked like he was incredibly confused. There was never a time that you didn't feel like the Rams were in control of the game. There was maybe one moment. Then they punt in their first possession. They punt in their first, I think they, they sacked Stafford. Yeah, they had a big – Sony Michelle had a 35-yard run, and then it kind of yep. fizzled and nothing happened after. But after that, everything worked. Everything. Literally, literally after that. And it, it, it's interesting, too. You know, I, I know this is probably two X's and O's, but let's just for, for the sake of the argument, I don't remember a time, at least in the first – it felt like the first half or so that Arizona wasn't backed up within their five or ten yard oh. line, and there wasn't a time that you didn't see the Rams getting the ball and you're sitting at your forty-five or your forty or close to midfield, and just that alone, you're just kind of sitting back. And you're like, man, this game is lopsided and there's not even a score yet. And then you know, finally, obviously, the points start coming from there. It doesn't happen a lot where where yeah. you just it's an ass kicking from the coin flip. You're right. Ask <laughs> you know it, yeah. it just it, it there was there was never a point in that game last night not not for one second mm-hmm. where you thought you know the Cardinals are still in this thing mm-hmm. ne- ne- I, I'm I'm literally I'm not exaggerating from the opening kickoff there wasn't a moment where you thought okay where Arizona put some bit. scare in you mm-hmm. they, they they went three and out on they went three and out three and out three and out three and out interception. I mean that that's how the game started for them, and like you mentioned, they were deep in their own territory. Von Miller's in the backfield. The Rams are hitting big plays. The Rams are moving. It was just it, it was amazing, and I, I want to say it again because I mean it. I, last week against the 49ers, it was a bad look for Rams fans. It was. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we we can sit here and talk. Oh, it was fifty fifty. It was sixty forty. It was seventy. What? It doesn't matter. It it was a bad look for Ram fans a week ago. Troy Aikman's calling a national game and he's saying, um, this looks like a 49er home game. It's a yep. bad look. They responded exactly the way you're supposed to respond after something doesn't go your way. You roll out. Yeah, that from the moment you walked in there, everybody in that place was in blue. Everybody in that place was rooting for the Rams. There was just this wave of emotion that started from the opening kickoff, and it never stopped. When, when David Long Jr. had that pick six, literally, where I'm sitting in the press box, it was yeah. shaking. Mm-hmm. You could feel the press box vibrate. That's how loud it was in that building last night. That's how fired up everybody was. It was as good of an environment. And SoFi's, other than the Niner game, SoFi's yeah. been great this season, but last night was a whole nother level. Well, and listen, you know, I, I, I get trying to give credit to Rams fans because of the way they shook the uh, stadium last night. And um, I understand kind of the thought process there because it's coming out, out of the game of the night. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, and, and I think sure. I, I think number one, that's how it's supposed to be. And I think number two, um, what we saw yesterday, I don't think anybody expected perfect football. But I think also just coming out with a win, beating the Arizona Cardinals and getting out of the wild card, again, that's how it's supposed to be. So there are certain expectations that are out there. I, I know there's what they have one road team that won a game over this playoff, the, the three days of playoff games. It was just the Niners over the Cowboys. Yep. I think that's the only team that yep. won. Which actually wasn't a you know complete shock. Just us getting a chance it's to watch the Niners. Great news for the Rams too. If you could pick a road team, that's the yep. one you'd pick to win. And I think I think with that being said, I think now it kind of sets up. Um, now the real expectations are going to come for the Rams. Now, now yeah, you I, can, knew I knew it. I knew it. You weren't going to let me enjoy this for as long as I wanted to. No, no, no. But you should ahead. enjoy it. Do you? No, no, no. No, you're Trav. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, we, we, we're, we're going to talk about Matt Stafford. We're going to talk about Odell Beckham, like you mentioned. We should talk about that defense. But I, I want to – listen, it, it would have been a 
devastating blow, obviously, to the organization if they lost yesterday because it's a wild card game and, and everything else comes with it. And you feel like you would have taken a step back rather than, a, you know, just actually just you still haven't shown progress yet because we're going to see what happens this upcoming weekend. Um, they deserve all the credit in the world, 100%. But that's I, that's why I just kind of stop for a second and say this is what should have happened last night. Not like that. Not that kind of domination because I, I thought the game would be closer. But coming out with a win is is how the Rams should feel. They got – I mean, it, it's kind of crazy to see – maybe you could say for the first time all the stars lined up yesterday. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Really the only thing that didn't go my way last night – I mean, mm-hmm. literally the only thing, coffee machine still wasn't working. Come on. <laughs> it still, still wasn't working. Went to get my espresso. And, and by and the way, nothing? 100% didn't need it. Okay, here, here's what happened yesterday. Okay. Get a coffee at home. Get, jump in the car, drive to work. Get to work, get a giant Starbucks iced coffee. Hit another green tea on the air yesterday with you. That's right. Get to SoFi, go up to the press box, and go looking for the espresso machine, and it's not get working. Get the Starbucks so I hit, one? I got a nitro. Yeah, I got a nitro oh, in the got, can. Well, if so, you get a, get a nitro <laughs> so it's fine. The They're always, always a crack. great second option. I, I think I'm still – that's why I'm still, like, hyped. I'm still incredibly caffeinated from yesterday, even though it's been 12 hours. That, that was the only thing that didn't come up Travis yesterday was that the espresso machine was not working the way that I needed it. All right, this is, what, this is what I'm hoping for because – I think you tell a certain vibe. I think if you're a Rams fan, you were at the game yesterday or you're watching the game or listening to it on the radio, uh, we want to hear from you too. Just what you thought of the game yesterday, and then if you want to start also looking forward to that game against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we could do that as well. But make sure to call in today, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So you know what I like to do, right, Al? You know that uh, doing the games out in front of SoFi, I like to chat with the people. I like to to chit-chat with people that come by to kind of interact with us, uh, talk about the Travis and Sliwa show, talk about everything that's going on. There was a moment that I was really, really digging until I really, really wasn't. Can I explain? Sure. So uh, I'm standing there. This guy comes up, super fired up. He's got a Rams jersey on. He's he's ready for the game. We're we're close. We're we're just about to be done with the show. We got like a 20 minutes to go or so. And he's kind of hanging same, out. Still the same place you guys were doing Always the broadcast. Always the same from. spot. Yep. Yep. Been okay. there all season long. Mm-hmm. And and he's doing exactly what I have suggested that people do, which is, hey, listen, I want to talk. I want to take a picture. I want to get mm-hmm. to. I, I want to know your name. I, I want to do all these things. But just give me a second. If you see my lips moving and I'm talking, or you sure, see Kirk's on the lips moving, yes. and he's talking, just give us a minute, and, and then we'll do it. Because please don't go away. I want to I meet you. And he did it. It was perfect. 
And he comes over and he says, hey, man, hey, man, I, I love your guy's show. It's so good. Travis and Slee, it's great. Ask Slee's my favorite segment. It's awesome. It's awesome. So I said, oh, man, that's so cool. Thank you so much. And he goes, you know what? You don't sound nearly – you're not nearly as fat as you sound no. – I'm so, like, okay. dude. You're not nearly as fat <laughs> Wait, as what? As you sound on the radio. He goes, you talk about food all the time and how you're like – he goes, you're not yep. that fat. Not that you're not fat. You're not as fat as you sound on the radio. And that was from um, – I believe his name was Kurt in El Toro because I remember him telling me he was from El Toro and then he moved to Riverside – but I, I kind of I, I think it was Kurt. I had to try to go back and remember it because I was a little caught off guard. Has anybody ever told you you're not as fat as you sound on the radio, Al? That was a new one for me. It kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. Got to be honest. I don't know how I would take that. I think I would. <laughs> not no, great. I'd ask Kirk, like, hey, you want to just pick it up from here for a second? I'm going to go. I'm going to go grab a sandwich. Like, I'm. <laughs> I don't know if you just kind of go further all in there. I don't know if you say, okay, well, if this is how people feel about me. Uh, Travel, well, I, 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 I will say that you you talk, you, you probably have set a perception. The perception that you've given to listeners is you're yeah. eating Del Taco three days a week. You're <laughs> eating days, Jack in the Box like four Taco. days a week. Uh, you're taking down seven martinis uh, every Thursday, <laughs> Friday, and Saturday. I mean, you you have kind of set that up here. Come on, you got to pay attention. Martinis are for Fridays. They, I almost never have a martini on a day of the sun. I'm gonna. You should get like a grid, right? Like Travis is eating and drinking schedule, and we can kind of map out all of these different things. I, you know, the more I think about it, and the more I say it out loud, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna start to take it as a little bit of a compliment, Kurt, because it you maybe it means I got some work to do that I could actually start to get into some things along the way. I got I got a little bit more runway before I need it. I'm I'm pretty excited about all of this. We got a bunch of people that came by. I'm gonna give as many shout outs as I can over it and please and look I like that you do that way, by the way that's solid that you do there's, that, that you there NFC the championship games, game the possibility mm-hmm. very very possible that there's an NFC championship game at SoFi and we know if that even if there's not and the Rams are in an NFC championship Super Bowl at SoFi so hopefully a few more opportunities to do that talking uh it's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let's go to Darren in Los Angeles. Darren, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Darren? Do I sound as fat on the radio as I am in person? A game yesterday, and I was at that San Francisco game, and I brought a Niner fan with me, and it was depressing. I mean, 17-0, so and I was in his face, and it comes the second half, and I, there was more Niner fans there. So when I came to the game last night, I came with apprehension because I was like, oh, okay. And I said, I wasn't expecting much. And it took me, I got to tell you, after the uh, second touchdown and then that third one, and I was like, okay, we're here. It's real. <laughs> and I got to tell you. You're good. Yeah, I was just like, and the fans, <laughs> as you said, were just going nuts. Mm. And we were going nuts. And and then about, <laughs> I got to tell you, the second half, I mean, the second quarter, I was getting tired. I was just like, oh, man, I can't go, but I kept wanting to go. And I was just like, you know, waving my towel one hand, waving the towel the other hand, and I pooped out. And I got to tell you, you know, I love that defense. They were revving us up. And, and as you guys, you know, felt it yourself, that stadium was on fire. And it was such a treat to see that, to see the Rams just blow out the Cardinals after the disgrace 
second half loss to the Niners and the disgrace. I had to go back to work and listen to all my buddies. It was period. Appreciate you calling yeah, in. Thanks for the thanks, call, sir. Darren. Don't bring 49er fans to the game next time. <laughs> call me. I got. I know plenty of Rams fans. I can hook you up with somebody to take to that game. Um. All right, so here's the deal, Al. Mm-hmm. Last year, Rams win in Seattle. Jared Goff has pins in his thumb, and but they win. Jared Goff yeah. plays pretty well. They play mm-hmm. tough. They play defense. Cam Akers was beast. By the way, he's back. That's fun. Um, this year, they win the wild card game, and they got to go on the road in the divisional round, and they got to win against a team that has expectations. Seattle was the division winner last year. Uh, Green Bay, of course, was a was a top seed. All all of these things. This is different this year. This is this is significantly different and significantly better. Last year, going into the divisional round in Green Bay, you kind of had to cross your fingers and hope something weird was going to happen. You, you got, you're going to have to catch a break. You're going to have to hope that Aaron Rodgers throws you a ball. You're going to have to hope that Jared Goff has the day of his life. You're going to have to hope that the Ram defense could maybe score a touchdown or they can pitch a shutout or, or something like that. That's not the case going into Tampa. All mm-hmm. the Rams need to do going into Tampa this week is play well. Okay, not it's not easy to do. It's hard. It's hard to play well. But if they play well, Al, if they play even, let's say they get seventy-five percent of what happened last night at SoFi, and they do that against the Bucks in Tampa, they'll win that game. They don't have to get lucky. They don't have to catch a break. They don't have to have something weird happen. They can just win this game straight up. It's totally different from a year ago. So. It is different than a year ago because I think last night was a good example to show that, listen, they could win it all. They can. That's not unrealistic. They have as much talent as any any team in the NFL. Um, it doesn't mean that the path that they have to go to Tampa and potentially at Lambeau to just get to the Super Bowl, it's an incredibly tough path. But you saw, you know, in 60 minutes of football yesterday, they had – okay – do you want your defense to stand out? They have that as uh, as a, a tool in their belt. Do you want their offense to either play a little power ball, which we haven't seen all that much? I mean, between Sony Michelle and Cam Akers, they rushed for over 100 yards yesterday, um, probably well over 100. Maybe I, I don't know the exact number, but I know both of those guys were over 50 yards. Um, okay, if you want to, if you want to look at it from a special, they have absolutely everything they need. And one thing we haven't talked, uh, I think, enough about. I think yesterday was a great example of how, you know, we, we were talking about the pressure coming in for Matt Stafford coming into this game. Um, I think that's a perfect example of why I don't think there's as much pressure on Stafford as some people think. They have other ways they can win the game. For for the Cardinals, you have one way, really one main way you're going to beat the uh, the Rams yesterday. Kyler Murray was going to have to go off. He's going to have to not only get a couple touchdowns, but also he's going to rush for 80 to 100 yards. I mean, Kyler Murray, there was going to be more on his back than any player for the Arizona Cardinals. Stafford yesterday threw for just over 200 yards. He only threw 17 times. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a couple touchdowns, obviously. Postseason, regular season, preseason, he's never thrown fewer passes than he did last night, ever. Yeah, it's remarkable. And, and I think in a win, right? So kind of right. take that take that as a, a factor to it. And the reason why I mention it, that's why those last three games for Matt Stafford, it was such a head scratcher. It's like, bro, you don't have to be Brett Favre out there. You you don't have to be you don't have to be throwing out 
uh, 400 yards and three touchdowns and breaking records. You don't need to do that. The team is good enough that the only thing that the Rams can't have, and this is going to fall into play against Tampa, it's going to be the exact same thing. You just can't lose the game. And I'm, I'm not saying that – listen, I'm not I'm not saying that Matt Stafford is a quarterback that um, – the dude's a – he's a weapon, he's a threat. He's not Trent Dilfer. He's not Trent Dilfer. But what, what you also don't have to be – you don't have to be the savior. Like, the team is good enough to win games for you if you just make sure you have that type of night. Maybe against Tampa he's going to have to have a better game. Maybe he's going to have to throw the ball 25 times and throw for 270 or something along those lines. But – Trav, it's a it's a perfect way to, to when you talk about a team that's well balanced. It's not all on the quarterback's shoulders. It has yeah. it wasn't last night, and I don't think it has to be. But he just can't have turnovers. Let's try another call here. Let's go to Covina, and, or I'm sorry, L.A. and Brandon. Brandon, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Brandon? Hey, Travis Slee, first time caller, long time listener. Love the show. Thanks, Thank Brandon. You, man. Um, just wanted to let you know it was an awesome game last night. Rough by 21. And everyone started chanting, Dallas sucks. There was a Dallas fan that decided to show up in all Dallas here, and everyone had to give it to him. It was awesome. <laughs> well, look, I, I'm not looking for, like, you know, violence or anything like that, but I do like that Rams fans took last week personally. I like it. I, I like that if somebody shows up in a Cowboy jersey. I like it if people think that they're just going to roll into SoFi. It's going to be an easy look like the way it was they last should be cheering like for the. They should be cheering for the Cowboys after that loss to the Niners. <laughs> yeah, they did the they did the, the Rams yeah. a favor. But, Al, I like it. I, I like the, the idea of, okay, that was bad. Let's fix it. And they did. It was it was awesome last night. We, got, we went almost a half hour here. Of burying the lead. Yesterday I saw Emily for like 16 seconds, bro. That's all uh-huh. I saw her for. Like a quick 16 seconds. She's like, hey, hey, you see the pickums? You see, how'd you do in the pickums, huh, buddy? We uh, started our like Zoom call. We started our yeah. Zoom call today. Before it even connected, like, you know how Zoom takes a second to connect? <laughs> I was hearing Emily talking about the, the pickums. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, but, I just wanted to, I just wanted us all to be aware of what didn't have a good really week, is important. Guys. Didn't have a good week, guys. I, well, I didn't do very well in, uh, in, in, in this I week. I have the lead. I mean that's that's really all. Wait, I you care. have the lead. You are tied lead. for the lead. I, well, that means I have the lead. You're tied for the lead. Yeah. You're unbelievable. What do you mean? This guy just said I have the lead. I do. What's You're tied with Emily. That? Right. Yeah, I think I, I think we're, we're we're in a Emily deadlock. Also, okay, Emily come on. Also has the lead. Sliwa, you have a uh, one. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> what do I got? Uh, Taylor, let's not talk about you yet. Taylor, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did Taylor score or no? No, he 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 has zero. Taylor missed all four. How does that happen? Can I tell you something? I'm not kidding when I say this. I was about to take a little bit of pride thinking that I was the one. I didn't know Taylor didn't score. I thought Taylor was with you guys. I thought we had had a lot of similar picks. He had Vegas, Arizona, Dallas, and New England. That is not how you score points in in, in that particular You lose! Uh, Emily and I both got three out of four. We both had seven points. Uh, Al, you got your one point right. You got the Niners. That's right. Congratulations (laughs) to you you. on your one point. But, uh, hey, look, this is, like I said to you before, this is exactly how it goes. I do really well early, and since we reset the scores, it's early again. So I nailed Wild Card Weekend, the Divisional Weekend. I'll stink. Championship Weekend. I'll Coming stink. for you guys. And, and I'll I miss could the see, Super Bowl by a I mile. could see. I'm not kidding. I could see Emily through her contacts at ESPN, <laughs> like having a conference call on Wednesday night with uh, I don't Doug know, Kazarian and I got Doug on speed dial. Same give for you, all, Give me uh, every NFL person you could think of that works at ESPN. They're all going to be on a Zoom on Wednesday night 
to take down you and I, Trav. Hey, Emily, are we booking Joe Fortenbaugh today? Uh, no, I'm just talking with him back channel. Just what about Doug? Because no, no, no. I just uh, we're just we're just getting to know each other a little bit, making sure that uh, I catching have up with old friends. While Absolutely. I'm going to be just connecting with NBA contacts, Michael. Uh, <laughs> what do you think here? <laughs> Actually, Michael's a good one. Michael knows his NFL. Hey, Slee. Yeah, you're not nearly as fat as you sound on the radio. That one stuck with me a little bit. Not gonna lie, Kurt from El Toro, now living in Riverside, you kind of rocked my world a little bit with that. I've one. had, I've had, you know, the uh, I do the YouTube stuff as well. I do some post game show there. I've been doing it for a while for Laker stuff. I've had people come on there in the chat and like, Slew, I had no idea you didn't have hair. I'm like, I'm in the middle of a live chat. Just give me a second here, okay? <laughs> I'm well, in the middle of a live show here. Sometimes they got to let you know what they think about your yeah, deal. We got some more true. callers on hold, and you were at Crypto.com Arena last yes. night. And uh, look, you know what, Al? Yeah. Something very, very important took place last night, and it has to do with embarrassment. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I think Emily's starting to come around the corner a little bit, Al. I, I think that, you know, the kind of you go into the valley after a weekend and sometimes you're not feeling so good and Depending on what you did on the weekend, that valley can get pretty deep. I think Emily's finally starting to come out the other side. She was a little, uh, a little quieter than she typically was yesterday. I think it was, I think uh, was, it was not very on. fun. <laughs> Two days, but she has yes. look. I I don't even know what she drank, but I just know we've had conversations like this before where it's just uh, it's a it's a mix of everything. You know, usually you don't say, "Hey, Potpourri. I'm going to I'm I'm I'm, I'm not going to mix." liquor with wine and this and that kind of mix everything together she has a tendency to do that so emily this, this, this is that weekend, a similar situation on no saturday? saturday was more of a like a wine so one my friends and i my friend was visiting so we went to, suck. yeah so we went to malibu <laughs> we went to some wineries in malibu uh also survived the tsunami but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah just had that? a good amount of wine and then i came out in my neighborhood and then had some liquor so i guess it, it was only two Two different kinds of alcohol. So I had I had some tequila when I was out on my street. So that tequila was tequila and wine. No, absolutely, I've, I've <laughs> that's like that a like one suicide of the best mission. It was like an hour and a half. To usually have them. it's so. a it's uh, tequila and uh, and pinot. That's that's kind of the way to <laughs> you, do it. 
Why not throw yes. a little peyote in there and just <laughs> see hey. what happens next? That's, I mean, like tequila and wine. <laughs> that is aggressive, Emily. Hey, I was fast. having a great time. My friends aren't here very often. You know, we, we, it was it was a little bit of peer pressure. Okay, let's you, just say that. And I knew you, I had off on Sunday, so I was like, okay, I have all of Sunday to recover. If you have and Sunday off, all and Sunday. it's just NFL games, and you're chilling. You, you would think you have yeah. a little bit of a window there. Not the uh, yeah, but then I I had it all sucks. the way into all the way through sucks. Monday. It, it, was, right. it was the worst. So, you, Emily, you mentioned something about when you were out that you survived the tsunami. Uh, take me did, – did, did you get that? I know, Emily, you obviously got the alert on your phone. Did you get it on yours, Al? Did, is everybody in California get that alert, or do you have to be relatively coastal? How does that – did you get it? No, I'm assuming it's more – just more coastal. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I didn't get an alert or anything. So wake up Saturday morning, and yep. your phone – you, you get the tsunami alert at, mm-hmm. it, on my phone. Okay, and it's like, well, that that can't be good. Yep, you know, I'm tsunami. Like, this I, might I've as seen, well happen. I, I, I've seen videos of those. Those are those are always bad. And I guess there was some volcano eruption in Tonga. Okay, yep. that did that, you see the, the video of that? It's crazy. It, it's absolutely okay. crazy. Mm-hmm. So there's a tsunami warning for South Orange County, where I live. Okay, in many places along the coast. Do you know what the vast majority of people who live in my neighborhood did when they got the tsunami warning? Nothing. They went to the beach. Hey, you know, I think, uh, wait, Swells hold on. Are up, blah, Tsunami blah, blah, blah. warning yep. for Laguna. Just uh, like you me. know, You know what we should do? We should head down to the beach. Do, do, do you know what a tsunami is? Uh, it's just low tide. Tsunami's not even coming in yet. It's like, it's a tsunami. You're supposed to, like, climb a mountain. You don't yeah. go to the beach. We're idiots. I went to the like, cliffs. People collectively are morons to try to power through. A yeah, I, I just want to see some big waves. It's not big waves. It's a tsunami. Stay let, away. Let, let me tell you something. As, bro, those are, I mean, yeah, you, this just, you get caught up in it. But the last, obviously, it happened in Japan, what, 10 years ago? And then the really, really bad one that I think was 2004, 2005, something along those lines. Thailand, right? It might have been Thailand. Yeah. Bro, bro, those – like, we don't even understand. I, I, You watch a video on that stuff. I can't comprehend any of it. None of it no. makes any sense. Cars just look like – literally look like Legos. I mean, yeah. none of that stuff, so – or you can yeah, go to the I'm, beach, I'm not going to the ocean. Which my, uh, my like OC me. brethren did. That, uh, it's not a good deal. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Al, I want to I say this because okay. I had a little bit of hope for the Lakers this morning. Still do. Because something happened last night that I think is really, really important. They, they beat Utah. That's cool. Okay, They're Best win of the season, I think. We can get into that in a second. They got humiliated in Denver over the weekend. Yep. It was embarrassing. They, they, you know, And not just the final score. By the way, Taylor was in Denver for his birthday, so I can't imagine that that's a coincidence. He just brings bad Laker mojo everywhere he goes. He's a hater. Uh, happy birthday, Taylor. Oh, way thanks, to, guys. <laughs> yeah. Way to mess up the Lakers. I heard about the well, tsunami, well, so I had to get to the mountains, you know. <laughs> well, you're the only one that did it right. Yeah. So they get blown out. Russell Westbrook says we didn't play hard. Dwight Howard says we didn't play hard. LeBron James apologizes to Laker fans. Magic Johnson says, Laker fans, you just, it's bad. It's bad. I said on the radio yesterday, hey, listen, when everybody stops, it's time to make a coaching change. That, that, that's one plus one equals two in the NBA. That they were as embarrassed as they were and came out last night and played as hard as they did. Like they did, I don't think they played great, but they played really hard 
Russell Westbrook played hard. LeBron, everybody was competing last night, and I think that shows that they still, whether they're good or not, I don't know, probably not, but they're still in it. They're still in the fight. They still have that, you know what, we can't look like that. We have some pride in this. I think that's a very, very positive impact of what happened last night. I, I was mentioning this yesterday in the postgame show, and, and Trev, look, everybody who listens, you have your allegiances. Who's your squad? Who's the team that you root for? Um there's nothing more demoralizing as a fan when you care about a team and it doesn't look like they care. That's that's a really awful feeling to have. And if you had that feeling on Saturday night against the Nuggets and you're down 42 at one point, you lose by 37. Oh, by the way, Denver the next night loses by 23 against the Utah Jazz at home. Um, it's just an awful feeling. So I, I, I think there is something to what you're saying. If this squad, who's already, they've proven, they're a 500 team. There's every game that they win, the next game they could lose. Every game they lose. If they go on a two-game winning streak, they go on a two-game losing streak. That's The team is 22-22. and 22. That's exactly what they've been all season. Um, they've proven that the, the pieces are not fitting. They've proven that um, age could be an issue. They've proven that there isn't as much talent as we thought there was going to be. They've proven that, obviously, without Anthony Davis, it's a, it's, it's a big change. If all that has already been proven, and then you have a guy like Russell Westbrook saying some teams just play harder than us, what are we doing? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. So I think there is something to what you're saying. And I thought last night uh, a team like the Jazz, who had everybody, you know, just Gobert's playing, Bogdanovich, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, kind of go down the list. Utah didn't play well. Utah shot awful. Who cares? Like I, Lakers have had plenty of those games. You beat a Utah Jazz team. Does it does it then all of a sudden mean that the Lakers are going to go on a three four game winning streak? No, it doesn't. It is an isolated right. game until the Lakers uh, prove that it isn't an isolated game. But I think for that one moment, it's a good point. That embarrassment on Saturday, I think, helped them yesterday. You can't embarrass somebody that doesn't care, right? Like you can't embarrass. If I don't care, I'm not embarrassed by a terrible performance. I, I can only be embarrassed if I care, and if nothing else, at least for a night, mm-hmm. it showed that there's still a lot of care in the Lakers. Got a lot of people on hold wanting to talk about the Rams last night, wanting to yep. talk about how I don't sound fat on, on the radio, or I do sound fatter on the radio. We got a lot of fatness stuff about me coming up as well. But When I, when hey, I, heard, you, when I heard you for the first time on the radio, first time I ever yes. heard you, I said, this guy is a personal trainer. That's the first thing that went through my mind. <laughs> I said, he's a personal trainer. This is what he does. So, he has 100% he has an ab roller. 100% he does pull-ups in between commercial breaks. He's doing pull-ups. Couldn't do a single pull-up to save my life. You could pull a gun on me, and I couldn't do one. Trav, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger awesome. if you don't do one pull-up. I'm like, go ahead. Just make sure you catch me clean because I don't want to suffer. The, I can't what are the do things, it. What are the things uh, I'm trying to think off the – what's the one where your, your back is against the wall and you're kind of um, – Oh, like chair squats, like wall squats. I, I think that's what it, I think that's it. Yeah. Chair squats. You know, they say yeah. like you know, you, whatever it is. Hey, do it for thirty seconds. I'm like, my legs Make are me. shaking. It's like, bro, Make we me. started seven seconds ago. Like I said, you can't embarrass me if I don't care. I don't care that I can't do wall squats. <laughs> Make me do one. I don't care. You can't do it. So we got that. For instance, you, this this is uh, you want one about me or you want one about you, Al? Because I have both. Uh, I'll give you I'll both. T- I'll take one. Let me take one. Okay. Slee isn't as bald as he sounds on the air. <laughs> that's, that's one that's, that's that great. comes from Matthew Pelosi. And then uh, this is from Big E. See, try, there's a picture from yesterday. Uh, you look like you're the top lazy boy salesman, and you just ask the client, what do you think? The greatest ever, right? <laughs> 
So now I'm a lazy boy. So, well, by the way, that doesn't sound like the worst job in the world. we got lots more of those. Your tweets, your phone calls, and Lakers had a little bounce last night, and the Rams put together their best performance of the entire season at exactly the right time. That's coming up. But next, did you see? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm just glad we got through the whole setup without Chris talking about Taylor as uh, Dirk Diggler again. That always is the part that's going to make me cringe a little bit. How are you feeling today, Taylor? What do you got for us? Feeling great. Back from Denver. Feeling refreshed. Happy birthday, by the way. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Happy birthday. Was it a a special birthday or just one of the kind of one-offs? Because if it doesn't end in a zero past 20, no one really cares anymore. It's a one-off. Okay. Yeah. Nothing special. All right. Happy birthday anyway. 31 was big. 31 was a big one. (laughs) Who doesn't remember their 27th birthday? Just an epic time of your night. The night I turned 27, the whole world opened up for me. When I turned 11. (laughs) What a night. That's right. Here we go. Did you see Grizzlies center Steven Adams pick up Tony Bradley like a rag doll to protect Ja Morant last night? He's one of the toughest guys in the NBA, obviously. So if you were about to get in a bar fight and you get to choose any athlete, past or present, to go to war with, who are you going to pick? Um, Al? Okay, Trav, this guy is probably too nice, but I, I think if you trigger him the wrong way, and now he's I, – I, I, let's put it this way. The dude ain't going to give up. Evander Holyfield was <laughs> – not a bad pick. <laughs> one of those fighters that it's like you hit this dude eight times in a row, and all of a sudden he's standing right there with his <laughs> chin ready to get hit again saying, go ahead, go ahead and do it again. I think Evander might be a good one. I was trying to think here. I'm trying to think of like some, you know, some MMA fighters, trying to think of some NBA uh, yep. guys that you just not – remember like back in the days it was like Charles Oakley. It was Steve Mason – or Steve Mason. It was uh, – uh, Anthony, Anthony Mason? Or Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Yeah. But like there's Steve Mason players. would be a worse choice. Anthony Mason is a better choice than Steve Mason. You want Anthony Mason or you want Steve Mason? <laughs> um, but but I, I think there were certain guys, but I, I – I'm. Evander, that's what he did for a living. That was his yeah. occupation. He hurt people. I'm go <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's your job as a professional fighter. Is I, I'm here to render and you unconscious that guy was awesome. by raining blows on your head. That's what mm-hmm. I do for a living. I'm very, very good at it. So that's a good pick. It, it, it's, it's the obvious pick, right? It's right here. If you don't pick Aaron Donald, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> did you see him getting that for that little shoving match last night? And look, like you said, I think Aaron Donald's default setting is I think he's pretty good for the throat. I think he's a pretty chill guy. But if you get him mad, Aaron Donald's going to mess you up. We've seen him a few. He doesn't play like that. He does not. not, You don't get to cheap shot him. You don't get to do one of those things. He's not going to let you chip away at him over and over and over again and then turn to the referee with his hands. Are you going to do something about it? He's going to do something about it. 
He's going to stop it. He's going to make sure he's, what is he, six feet tall. He's 300 pounds. He's got a six-pack. He's got muscles that go from his ears to his shoulders. He is just an unbelievable physical specimen. He can he can create violence at a moment's notice. Uh, if I'm getting into a fight and I get to pick anybody, I'll go in there with uh, AD and feel very, very good about having 99 at my back. You know what's funny is, is also those guys who are, like, nice guys. You don't see them getting into – like, they really have to get triggered in order for something to happen. Those are the more dangerous guys. Like, the guys are always looking for a fight. I'm like, okay, relax here. Relax here. Put it to you this way. I think Evander Holyfield and Aaron Donald both like, yeah, I'll fight that guy. <laughs> I, think they'd both, I think they'd both be very comfortable getting into a fight with you. Like, I'll fight Aaron Donald. Yeah, I'll fight Evander Holyfield. I think that that would be uh, – Al, you may have a, a future as a promoter. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I like exact, that idea. Exact uh, text from Mason. I can fight. I'm badass, and Ben Wallace. That's, yeah, oh, ben that's Wallace my pick. Is not bad. Ben Wallace. Ben, ben Wallace, Wallace is not a bad pick, right there. Aaron Donald and Evander Holyfield would mess up Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace is a tough guy. Um, I don't. Ben Mason. Is I, don't, tough, I have a hard dude. time believing Mason can fight. I can't fight a lick. But uh, Mason, I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to further investigate that. What's ESPN LA fight night. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm out. I I, I quit. <laughs> I'll do the play by play. I want no part of it. Next. Did you see yesterday was Jim Carrey's 60th birthday? One that ends with a zero. What was Carrey's best performance, and what's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? Is this too obvious? Because it was kind of the one that launched him into from where he was the guy on Mad TV, right? Yep. And then he went into movies, and then he became a giant, giant movie star. I'm sorry, in Living Color. You're right, Taylor. Uh, my bad. Um, I have it's, one. It, it's it's Ace Ventura, yeah, right? That's fine. Because that's fine. it was so over mm-hmm. the top, and it was so perfectly Jim Carrey, where he literally is talking out of his rear end. That was literally a scene in the movie, which is the like the most quintessential Jim Carrey thing ever. I, he's actually a really good actor. Like he mm-hmm. can play some pretty serious roles really, really well. But when you think of Jim Carrey, you think Truman Show for sure. But you think of just goofy stuff, and I go straight to a Pet Detective. So that that's the first one that comes to mind too. But you know, obviously, Dumb and Dumber is as classic. Great one. Alrighty then. Classic as it gets, and one of I, I think any, anybody anytime you say, hey, what's one of your fun, the the best comedies that you've ever watched? Dumb and Dumber always comes up. But I do feel like Ace Ventura is the first one that comes to my mind. Obviously, he's done a lot of other films as well. But how old is he? 60 years old. 60. Jim Carrey, 60? Yep. The man. He, the man. Look, you know, I, I, I've, I've cracked the aging code. You ready okay. for what this is? I, I know everybody gets older every day. Everybody does, yep. but you can look really good. For instance, Kevin Costner turned 67 today. Yep. Okay, Kevin Costner like 67 40. years old. Looks like Crash Davis looks 67, looks 40. Mm-hmm. If you're super rich and don't do drugs, you're going to look pretty good. It's kind of a pretty good formula. Super rich, don't do drugs. You're going to look pretty good along the way. Here's another what, good one, what buddy is, of mine. Just real quick, what is the, what is the when you say you're super rich? What's the number that's super rich? Uh, to where you don't have to worry about where the next check's coming from. Does I'm 180 good. mil I, I, sound good yes. from Jake, for Jake <laughs> Carey? Okay, that that that's enough. Costner, that I think, was absolutely 250. Enough. My buddy Brian chooses Steven Jackson as the guy to have his back. Very good choice as well. Steven Jackson was not acting as a peacemaker, I think is the line from uh, David Stern. That's a good one as well. What's last, Taylor? Did you see that Dolly Parton always sleeps in makeup just in case she has to go outside in case of a natural disaster? (laughs) Tsunami. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
What would be the first thing you would grab in the event of a disaster? Okay, first off, though, Dolly Parton sleeping in makeup, that is a quintessential worst thing to do as a woman. You will get such bad acne, and it's terrible, but uh, good for Dolly. That's one thing yeah, I, I can't do. Right. Everybody loves Dolly. Here's what's funny, because... I know my girl. Like, there's a there's a routine, and Emily, you could probably speak. You to gotta this, take it off. There's a there's a routine that comes into play. Blah blah blah. Moisture. I don't know what's going on. Right. <laughs> the fact that she just washing she her had, face a little. <laughs> she just has it on, and then is you know using it for something along those lines. Um, what I'm grabbing, if uh, something's going on, the guy who has absolutely no idea what's going on is rookie. I'm putting a leash on Rookie. Rook, let's get the hell out of here. Everything else, that's replaceable. It's all good. So when I used to live up in uh, Santa Clarita, we got mm-hmm. evacuated twice with fires. Like they oh, got yeah, yeah. really, really close to, to my old house. And it's it's cliched, but it's true. The the thing we, we, we grabbed, and this was, shoot, 20 years ago, um, the, the, the stack to the computer, like not the monitors. Remember the tower that you had to have like on the ground to run you? We grabbed that because it had all the pictures and financials in it and all that stuff and, and photo albums. I, I mean, and it's super cliched, but those are the everything else you can kind of deal with. And now I, I don't have like a collection of things that I need to grab. I Maybe my a couple of George Brett baseball cards in the uh, my laptop and I'm out the door. <laughs> the kids are good. They're going to get out on their own. I think they'll probably be all right. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cliche it up. George Brett cards and uh, pictures, Al. We'll grab the washer and dryer. Just get the other side real quick. Get yeah, the other my, side. Let's get the fridge. I make too. this really good. This thing's good still sor- a warranty. I still have six months left on the warranty. I make a really mean sriracha mayonnaise, and I have a jar of it. In the, I just think you got to make sure that I grab that first uh, on the way out the door. All right, Rams put together their best performance of the season. Matthew Stafford says, hey, guys, last night mattered more to you than it did to me. Hmm. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.